Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Martini. This is a podcast that answers the question, what does my mom talk about with her friends? Yes, and I'm Susan's co-host and basically one of those friends that I'm sure our kids wonder, what do they talk about? I've been Susan's friend for 30 plus years now, and if you could see us, you'd never know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, because we look 12. Yes. Um, But after three decades, which is a little bit of a giveaway of life changes fun conversations, and plenty of martinis, we thought we'd give this podcast thing a try. Sometimes we might be serious, other times not. We will just go where the mood takes us or where our listeners ask us to go. Yeah, and it's only taken us 10 practice recordings, but I think we've got it down now at this point, or at least at least in term, we've got it down. We'll see what our kids have to say about it. Um, so I'll start with a little intro about myself. I'm the oldest of five sisters. I live in Chicagoland currently and was born and raised here with a short detour to Arizona and California for college and single living life. I worked in finance for 17 plus years, but that couldn't protect me from my COVID layoff. So now I focus on my side hustle of meeting planning that I've done for a long time too, too long actually to think about. But I basically have spent a lot of time talking to friends during this time and lamenting on life. So Susan and I came up with this idea to podcast because why not? Yeah, I mean, why not? We have nothing else to do, <laughs> so we might as well try a new hobby. Yes. Um, I will give you my Reader's Digest version of me. I grew up in Chicagoland, moved when I was 15 out to California, which is where Melissa and I met, and I was out there till my early 30s. And then made some stops in New York, Massachusetts, Colorado, California, and Massachusetts once again. So done a little bit of moving around, which has given me a different perspective. And while Melissa was in finance, I stayed home to raise my three kids. I have a 30-year-old, a 27-year-old, and a 21-year-old. One is a boy, the oldest, and the other two are girls. That's pretty much my story. All right. Well, let's get uh, let's get rolling and give a rough idea of what we want to do with this podcast. We will be coming to the table every week or so, depending on our busy schedules. Mm, yes. And, and <laughs> Very. Of interest, whether it's um, something interesting to me or to Susan, or even something that has struck a chord with us through news or something that happened to us directly. We'll work from there. So on that note, let's get on today's topic. Okay, so today we are going to talk about COVID and kind of do a, not a deep dive, maybe a semi-deep dive into just how it's impacted our lives and just kind of what we see going on in other parts of the country, world with it, and the future and what may or may not happen as a result of this novel pandemic we've been experiencing. So, Melissa, you want to start us off by uh, telling me your thoughts on Yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah, I can start by talking about all of the COVID life changes and how much has impacted so many different things that we've done, not just with decision making, but obviously how we dress, our routines, the day to day. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, as you know, we've talked about is my losing my job. It had just I had started working from home probably a year ago, a couple days a week. And had gotten used to that routine of a couple days a week working from home. And it was great, right? I loved it. And then when it first hit, it was like, okay, everyone's at home all day. And that was a good thing. 
um, because I was like, okay, this is even better. I don't have to commute because I had about a 45 minute commute. I don't have to commute. Mm -hmm. My dog was around then, right? And I was home all the time. And it was for a while, it was kind of cool. I did find I worked a lot more than when I was actually yes. into the office and working. Scott says I, the same thing. He told his employees, you got to pick a time and just turn off your computer and yeah. walk away or you'll go down the rabbit hole and never stop. I know. And I think mm-hmm. that is a big thing that a lot of people are experiencing. Again, something else to talk about. But once I lost my job, I did not know what to do with myself for the first days after because it was just like, as of today, you're terminated, you know, it's done. The next day I woke up, I'm like, I was on my email for months and months every day, just like, mm-hmm. what was I looking for? I wasn't looking for anything. Again, I still had my meeting planning email stuff and I still was kind of working through that. But by then we had already canceled an April conference. So there was nothing. It was just kind of minutia stuff, but I was mm-hmm. still, what am I doing? Why am yeah. I sitting here? I still find myself though, every morning kind of going through that same routine. It's just mm-hmm. not the same. The pressure is not the same, but I sit down at my desk. I look at email. I go down that rabbit hole, Amazon, or what's this blog or what's this blog, right? But it's still, that has been something that's been really, really hard for me to shake. But well, I don't know that it's a bad thing to sit down. I mean, it's kind of like a throwback to back in the day when, when our parents would get up and have their cup of coffee and read the right. paper. Yeah. So it's just part, it's just uh, yeah. a routine. It's not I don't True. think it's a negative, really. No. I mean, I get up, I, I will pull up my phone, go through my mail. I'm pretty much deleting because I get yeah. so much junk mail. I literally have to set aside a day soon to unsubscribe to everything. But it's time consuming and whatever. That's a whole nother thing. Right. But then I get my news, little news blurbies from New York Times, CNN, whatever. And I read those. So it's the same idea. It is. And you're right. I do read my, uh, drink my coffee and do it. So you're right. That could be kind of the same comparison. That's pretty good. But the other stuff, like I don't, right. I used to work out before I had to go to work. That's not happening. That all came to a screeching halt. So Mm -hmm. now I sleep and I'm so much more happy to be sleeping (laughs) instead of getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I realized that's one thing I'm not ever going to go want to go back to. Like, well, I, also health-wise, they, you really need more sleep. Like what you were doing before probably wasn't particularly healthy. <laughs> so, and and not for nothing since you are older than me, but you're not getting any younger. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that six months age gap between the two of uh, us, I think it's significant to point out that you, you need more sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Like I wasn't working, but it changed my life too, because- as a result of COVID, we ended up having to sell our home in Denver. And I, in, when we were there, I lived by a 38-acre park. And I would yeah. get up every morning, read my news, have my coffee, then walk the dogs over at the park, and then go to the gym, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Well, fast forward, we have to sell our home, move to an apartment in Boston where the gym is closed and there is no park. And there's nowhere to walk and I have to, you know, get creative with how do I fill my day in this space and stay sane. And that's, that's, that's a big thing for me is, is, um, there's sanity and there's safety. And I feel like, like everyone is on different places of the spectrum with this one. Like, like I have a couple friends and relatives who have literally gone nowhere. They get their groceries delivered. They're just like, look, I'm in it for the long haul. I've got health issues. I'm not going anywhere. And I completely get that. I would lose my mind. So then I have to pick like, okay, 
I need to stay sane, but I need to stay safe. What are the things that I'm willing to do? And for right. me, that has been pretty much just the grocery store primarily. I know, you know, but I've, the thing with the grocery store too, for me was I, you know, the, everybody was Instacart or ordering their food. Right. Yes. That wasn't productive. I had to spend more time wading through those systems of how to do it. At least for me, I didn't oh, have no. well, I tried that too. It's like, but give me my grocery. Get everything. You like, couldn't. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, we did that in the very beginning when everyone was in lockdown and yes. freaking out. And then I was like, okay, I need to pick something. I've got to have somewhere to go and something to do. Yes. So my thing became the grocery store, <laughs> like where we live. I can look out the window and see stop and shop yeah. and I can see the parking lot. I'm like, Oh, doesn't look too crowded. Go down yeah. the elevator, walk across the street, do my grocery shopping. It's, it's never crowded. Yeah. I take that back the day before Thanksgiving, it was a zoo, but besides that it's not crowded. Everyone stays away from each other. Everyone wears a mask, but it's like, it's an activity. It's something to take me out of my space that I'm in so often. And it's, so I'm, I guess I'm taking a risk with my safety right, for my sanity sake, because I think that, you know, if you're not mentally healthy, that that's a big piece too. But even that's changed, right? Because you don't run out. Oh, I don't have this to make this, or I don't have this one thing. I don't, I found myself in the beginning. I'm not, I don't need that that bad. I'm not running out to the grocery store. And when is a good time? Is this day good to go to the grocery store? Like, right. Sometimes I think, of course, I, I went to the grocery store whenever I needed to before and being working all the time, it wasn't always like I would go on the most convenient times, but sometimes now there's definitely a fluctuation to when people shop, right? Like Thursday and Friday, I think they want to go. The weekend is a little bit more crowded. I stay away on the weekends. Like mm -hmm. those are other choices I've made. Unless there's something I have to, I'll try and find the quickest store to run into. And then I'll also pick the time. Will this be a good time? Like sometimes there's er the earlies are crowded or it's later crowded. You know, it's, it's funny how all of that has changed my thing. Right. Something you never thought about. Something as mundane as the grocery store. For Which Christ. is now an exciting outing. It's <laughs> a fucking <laughs> It's keeping me sane. Yeah. It's the highlight of my day. I don't it sadly is a lot of the time. Like, ooh, I need something at the grocery store. I used to, when we were in Denver before we moved, we, so I should tell people listening, we were in Denver for part of COVID. And then when we realized my husband was not going to be able to commute, we had to move. But when we were there, the grocery store was about a half mile away. And I would walk to it. And then I get home and realize we needed something else. And like, no one was going to the grocery yeah. store. It was empty. And Scott would be like, you know, you could take the car. You know? And I was like, no, no, no. Cause it was like, yeah. it, even if I walked there three times, it was something to do. I was just so bored. Yeah. And you know, now yeah. that it's across the street, it's like, you don't want to do that three times. Cause it's literally like you walk five steps out of my building here at the store. So you just look in the parking lot and you just go, but it's still, it's something I need to do for my sanity. Right. Walk to the post office, walk to the grocery, walk to, I mean, yeah. any, anything that could have been a normal, like I'll drive, you're walking to, or I rode mm -hmm. my bike in the summer, right? When it mm -hmm. was a little different, I could do that. Right. So it's, it, it is the mundaneness of that, but it started to open up a little bit more. Now I'm going to target or I have to go pick the prescriptions and, you know, so it is opening, but I'll tell you the shopping mall, which was always like a great stress reliever <laughs> just to walk around and like what's happening here and what is new in the stores and you know what's happening that's so done it's over that to me is yeah I, I you know I, I know the shopping malls have been impacted tremendously or I shouldn't say I know that I'm, I'm surmising but it will be interesting to see when everything goes back to quote-unquote normal slash new normal 
I have a bad feeling that malls will still be impacted. I think yeah. that people, at least for the first, say, year or two, are going to be like, mm, I really want to go in an enclosed place like that. Now, if it's an outdoor mall, maybe not as much. Right. You know, it like like in, in a place where they have nice weather. But I think indoor, inside shopping malls, for me anyway, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure I speak for many people, will not be top on my list of things that I want to go back to immediately, like when I can finally do things. Well, it's also going to depend upon where that is and what the protocol is going to be. I think if mask wearing continues, right? That's I think some people thing. are going to continue to wear them. Yeah. In, like well into the first year that we're supposedly quote unquote safe. Yeah. And I will be one of those. I have oh, no sure. problem with it. I have no problem with it. I'm so, I'm so that, used to it now. I know. It's like, I put on this mask the other day. It's like, I bought these masks when I was pregnant with my second daughter and or yeah. And I was going to paint. And Scott's like, you cannot paint without wearing this big, heavy duty painting mask thing. And I had the pack of them. And we've just moved them kind of there. There was like five in a pack. So I had like four new ones. We've moved them. And at one point I threw one in my car and the gear shift is like, just in case I forget a mask, which happened the other day. And I remember when I put this mask on originally way back in the day when I was going to paint, I thought I was going to die. I thought yeah. it was suffocating. Yeah. Now it's big, uh, it's pointy. It's like this big thing. I mean, I look ridiculous, but I put it on the other day and I was like, Ooh, this is kind of nice. Ooh, it's so roomy inside here. Ooh, I, I can exactly. breathe. And I thought how funny, because when I put it on years ago, I remember thinking, Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die. Sucking material down my throat yeah. into my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. My talk exactly, and I may have looked funny, but I'm telling you, I enjoyed wearing that like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, there you go. keep that one. So that's uh, that's like one of those things about the when do you go to the grocery? Where do you have to go? So it's kind of changed the whole like planning of how bad do I need something? When do oh, I yes. go? Right? It's not just like oh, I'm going to go and do that errand, or I have that errand. Yes, yeah, you have to be much more thoughtful about yeah. your life. Like it yeah. used to be, you just like all right, I'm going to jump in the car and I'm going to go run errands. And, you know, you kind of have a list like Target, da, 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 like, and you just yeah. want, and then you go in, like, for example, Target, and you wander aimlessly around. Oh, I wonder what kind of shoes they yeah. have. Now it's like, what do I need? Oh, I need this. Boom. In, out. You yes. know, you're not, there's no meandering for joy. <laughs> no, there's no, and, and that then rolls into the next topic of how I dress and how I don't even care. Should we what? talk about how we look right now? <laughs> you don't <laughs> want I'm to. in my Chicago no. sweatshirt that I put no. on every day over whatever to walk the dogs. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, I haven't, washed I haven't showered. My hair days. is rolled out of bed. Wake yeah. up look. Yeah. No makeup. I did put a little sunblock on to walk the dogs just yeah. because my skin's aging and they say yeah. to do that. That's every about day. it. Every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't washed my hair in four days. And as you commented earlier. Yes, it's looking uh, like four days. Huh? But, yeah. but it's here in Chicago, it's 10 degrees, if that. And so a hat and a headband goes on every morning. There's- okay, do you know what I'm thinking of though when I look at you? Do you remember um, Coming to America with Eddie Murphy? Uh-huh. Remember that movie? Remember the boyfriend of the Jerry Curl guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. He would like sit in the chair and get up and there'd be the grease spot. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of your pillow. Thank you. I'll look at that and potentially give it a washing when I'm done. <laughs> But Thank it's you. Healthy. It's so, so. No, it is supposed to be good for you not to, yes. to do that. And so, so. since nobody sees it, but again, there's the thing to, you don't need makeup. The mask alleviates any looking. Well, you could put on like, I guess, mascara. But yeah. Like, right. I okay. mean, yeah, sure. Lipstick, anything <laughs> yeah, below I mean, the eyes. Right. Like no one's going to see anyway. So it's and, a perfect time to like get your lips done. If you're into that kind of thing or yeah. 
Yeah, anything. I wonder if you could get a facelift right now and then just cover it all up and be like, no, I guess wearing the mask just made me more youthful. I guess you could. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. This is something to think <laughs> okay. about. Right, right. So and, and even the wear, even the clothes, right? Like it's, it's. Yeah, it's, I started it, out it, shopping on mostly Amazon, nothing expensive, but like, like little, t- it was summer, a little t-shirt dress, whatever. And I was like, ooh, like afterwards, you know, and whatever. And now I'm like, so over. I can't even like. So over. Uh, yeah. And when we're going to like do anything, which it's not like we're out in California right now for a little while. And there is, um, we have some friends who have rented a house here. So like we'll do outside, you know, sit out and have cocktails, whatever. And so I went to get dressed to do that the other day. And like, I just stared at all of my normal clothes that weren't gray sweatpants or workout pants. Uh-huh. And I was just like, kind of like frozen. Like yeah. I, didn't, I was like, I don't know if I know how to do this anymore. I know. <laughs> like, what What do I do? I know. Yeah. I have the best story of that. When it first started and I was still working, there were, you know, I remember the retailers just were, sell- they just did all these sales because. Yes, I was constantly they- getting emails barraged. Yeah. Right. Nordstrom is, it, Nordstrom did like percentages off that they, it was unheard of, off the whole store, right? All this stuff. I just went like, oh, isn't this cute? I'm going to wear this to- when I get back to work in a yeah. I'll wear this and I'll wear that. I have things in my closet for tags I, that are tags. Now mm-hmm. I did return things because I was able to, after a while, I'm like, okay, this shit's not going to get worn. I was able to return it, but some of it still has tags. And some of it I'm like, yeah, I still like that, but I wonder if I'm ever going to wear this again. Yeah. Like, like I just kind of like, it's, you're right. You, I walk in my closet and I just kind of look around at everything and go, oh, well. And then I go right to the drawer with oh, my dear. sweatpants. <laughs> Yes. And I'm like, oh, or, or not sweatpants. What are they called? Um, joggers. Yeah, joggers. Which yeah, is just jog- lightweight sweatpants, but what joggers. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, the gray ones are the black ones. Or maybe the pale gray. And then I'm like, which sweatshirts are clean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. super, I'm, glamour is definitely something <laughs> yes. that people see me and they immediately comes to mind. But I think comfort is one thing that might transition over, right? Like I've, I've heard other podcasters talk about oh you know I love my sweatpants with a shirt and a blazer or something I mean it'll be interesting to see how that kind of transitions I couldn't pull that off necessarily but um you know there there's definitely going to be flowier things and maybe different you know types of styles of things that will be interesting to see what kind of well you know if the workplace, I think the workplace is going to change and not across the board, not every company is going to stick with this new model, but I think there's going to be a lot more people working from home who maybe go into the office for meetings and whatnot, but for the most part are working remotely. And so I think that that then will open up to a whole section of fashion of like work from home, you know, casual wear, where it's like, you know, you can see on Zoom call and they look kind of, you know, you look sharp, attractive, whatever, but you you know, the clothing is, lends itself to also getting on the floor and playing with your kid or jump, you know, whatever. I think yeah. there, there'll be a, some sort of COVID type fa- fashion line or, well, you know, people aren't going to, I mean, again, do, do we think people will go back into the office again? I mean, that's, I mean, I think, I think it depends on the business. Like I know for Scott, I actually asked him yesterday and he's in finance and he said that I said, do you think you're still going back in June? He said, yeah, he's, he's almost certain. And he said that they'll initially stagger it. So some people will become, you know, it depends on if you've had the shot, if you've not had the shot, what department, but he thinks eventually they'll all be back. Yeah. 
Now, you know, there are other companies I think who have probably looked at like how it's working and yeah. say, wait, it's working. We don't have to pay that overhead for that big expensive building. So, you know, I think it's going to probably be, you know, business by business. Yeah. You know. Depending on the large of the company. I'm thinking like located? McDonald's probably won't stay remote. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Someone's <laughs> got to make those French fries, Susan. Can't do that at home. They have to make those fries and those milkshakes. Yes, you're probably right about that. But I think also this, uh, the, the location, right? If some of these high-rise buildings are going to have to get revisited of how they you know, get people up the stairs, how they get them up the elevators and are they, you know, safe to have people distanced and are they going to make them wear masks? I mean, there's all those protocols that have to, I guess, are going to have to get figured out by those places too, but I'm sure they have all that under control right now, but that'll kind of change too the way I think more casual people will realize that they were able to, I mean, eventually this will all change, mm -hmm. right? Five to years projected who knows what will change what will happen but like in the next six months to oh, a year like right. this is going to be how at, things at least you know, i mean i would say i would go, venture to say it's going to trickle you know slowly back to whatever the new normal is over the next two years i you know yeah. probably yeah for, depending on what it is right i mean depending on what it is work concerts um yeah okay. yeah i mean how, I, how, there's so many things that like i would have never second guessed that now i'm gonna be like hmm do we do we really need to go there or do we really need to fly you know or yeah. like should we just drive is it safer you can control right. more um you know they talk about how flying is so safe now how they've gotten the air ventilation and that could be very true but you know there's still other factors you well, have to consider i mean i just flew across the country we had two yeah town cars, three airports, yeah. and two flights. So both flights, I will say, I felt very safe. Everyone was masked. Everything was wiped down. Everyone, no one really got up unless they had to go to the bathroom and then they sat right back down. But, you know, still, and, and everyone was masked and stuff at the airports and whatnot, but it was still, you know, it's just that many more people, people you're exposed to. Who, you don't know what someone just touch that chair. Like, it's just, you know, there are a lot more unknowns. And then when we finally landed in California, we got off the plane, we're walking out to the um, car and a woman get, finds her guy, her driver. And, and you know, I guess he had a sign or whatever. And she goes running over She's an older woman, immediately sees him, whips off her mask, just starts talking like, oh, now I'm, you know, now I don't have to wear anymore. And I was livid. <laughs> I like walked past yeah. her under my breath and said, put your effing mask on. I don't know if she heard me or not, yeah. but I was just like, this poor guy is an essential worker. And then she's right in his face. There's no six feet. And she's just, bit, 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 bit. and I was like, hmm. okay. but that's the thing. Like, I will think about, we, we couldn't drive from, well, we could have, but we had no yeah. interest yeah, in driving yeah, yeah. from Boston to California with two dogs. Yeah. You know. Right. But if yeah. it's a smaller trip, I would yeah. probably, think and driving. I don't like driving, but now I would think I would probably consider driving before I would necessarily fly depending upon the distance. Right. And I think that's going to depend on the distance, right? Because if you have to make a stop and stay at a hotel, right, then you have to factor you know, that. Many, like what's yeah, the risk, which is the higher risk when you look at it. The nice thing is right. with these rapid tests, we were able to get here and four days later we went and got a test and, you know, made sure yeah. we were okay. But, you yeah. know. And places will, like places may show not have to show that you're positive or will they want to see that you've been vaccinated right I mean oh I'm sure you never once we get vaccinated and that's because the standard like everyone's been I would imagine you have to show it 
And then yeah, I wonder for the we... anti-vaxxers how how that's going to work. Like what? Like if someone refuses to get it, what ha- what what happens? Are they not allowed on a yeah. plane? Or like and then all the lawsuits that will trickle down from that? Yeah, it's going to be a, it's it'll be very interesting to see how it all rolls out eventually mm-hmm. when it's all kind of said and done right. But you know, hopefully it just doesn't go away, right? We I hope we can take away some oh, lessons from so. this I mean, I... that can just stick with generally with people and that people are just compassionate enough to say, okay, it's not that difficult to to do this one thing, right? Instead of thinking about my life was on hold and I didn't do anything for this time. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going back. Yeah. The entire world has been going through this. So you cannot have a chip on your shoulder about something that has literally impacted the entire world. Although I will say, little sidebar, I wonder about those different tribes that you remember growing up, how we got National Geographic and you're how somewhere in deep in the jungle, they still exist. These little tiny tribes and things that like have no plumbing or electricity, just these little independent, unaware of the rest of us people I'm assuming they don't have COVID. I'm assuming they're one of the few societies not impacted, but I don't know. I don't either, right? I mean, that's interesting. But you're right. Most everybody is. I think, um, you know, one of my friends in London is they're still on lockdown. I mean, they've been on lockdown for four weeks already. Lockdown again. Right. So, you know, every country handles it differently. So lucky us. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there are some good things so though, that have come from it because I was I was oh, doing yeah. some research and um, sorry, I just looked up and Melissa's making a face on her Zoom call. It threw <laughs> me a little bit. Um, they yeah. were talking about how people have started using the internet to solve household problems. So like, for example, normally where you might call a plumber or electrician, people have been getting on and like, how do I fix this and whatever. And they were saying they've seen a lot of that. So people are getting more, getting resourceful. There's been a lot of unlocked inner creativity with people, not only yeah. like um, cooking and you know, all that kind of stuff, but like, for example, there's this, company, this family called the Holderness family. And I, happened to see something on Facebook that someone put on, but they have like, they have a YouTube They they are very talented singers, but they do all spoofs on songs. Like I'm like, they'll take a phantom of the opera or, you know, um, and blanking. Lame is lame. Yeah. Anything. Right? And they'll take one of the main songs, but then they adapt it to like covert or what's going on right now. And That's they awesome. you have to look them up. They are hilarious, but like super creative stuff has been going on like that, that like people probably wouldn't have tapped into, but like they're working from home and they clearly are very talented family being with us. Kind of like, Oh, let's, let's do this. And it's like people, they have so many followers. So that's been, you know, one of the nicer right. things is people just finding talents or learning things, new hobbies, picking up, you know, people have picked yeah. up, like, like, I don't know, podcasting is something I've yeah, heard that people, people do when they run out of things to do during COVID. Or some people learned how to bake bread or some yeah, people or decided by to number or like both my daughters started doing cross stitching and they both love it. And Kelsey also started bird watching. Like, it's like, who knew? Taylor, who already loved to cook, has been, you know, cooking even more and learning all these recipes. So like, you know, knitting, hmm? you know, I'll get there knitting Probably. even, right? huge right now no my niece has started I think it's just it's like throwbacks to old well, school like stuff, I'm bored literally. out of my mind and like I can't look at the computer yeah. one more minute I need something else to do and it's like you yes. binged every show that's been recommended you've yep. read so many books your eyes hurt and you're just looking for something else um yes yes 
time. So that was good. Also, I was reading an article um, from August 16th in ABC. Actually, it was more, it was kind of an article slash video because it was a video, but it had, we kept doing bullet points and it was about, you know, things, changes with COVID. Um, and it was talking about like elbow greeting possibly being the new norm. And they were saying yeah, that hand sanitizer and disinfectant are going to be used much more widely moving forward than they ever have before. Like that's not going to go away. It's not because places have actually put them in as yes. fixtures like they patch them. So that's I everywhere. Mean, like anytime I ever see one, I'm I using had it. No matter DMV what. when we moved back to Boston to get a new license. Okay. And I, you oh, know, yeah. we had to make an appointment stand, you know, they had the X's that came and they, you know, made sure you had everything before you were allowed to move forward. Yeah. And then the first thing they make you do when you walk in is hand sanitize. And then mm -hmm. they tell you mm -hmm. it's hands-free. Don't touch anything like that. You know, I mean, it was, and, but it was very efficient. It worked perfectly fine, but I won't be surprised if a lot of that stuff sticks. Um, yeah, that would be. That would be a good thing. Why hygiene? The the I'm very conscientious of washing my hands longer and making sure I soap proper. You know, whereas before it used to yeah. just not always, but you know, you know, I never put so much thought into washing my right. hands as I do. So I, I hope well, that they does. think that'll stick. Yeah. And they they were talking about how it's interesting the economic markets. Like they did have that big. I think it was in March, like a big hit, but then they bounced back and. One of, the predict one of the things is they say that the markets are more based on predictions. So not what's going on now, but what they think is going to happen. And there's been a lot of speculation that because everyone's been in lockdown and or limited access to just society in general, that when things are better, that it's going to be like the roaring 20s and people are going to go nuts. So they're saying that Probably. the market kind of is yeah. reflecting that because it's doing well, because they're like, look, the minute people can get out and spend money and do stuff, they are going to go crazy. So... Yeah, you know, I thought that was interesting. Another thing they were talking about is something that we never would have thought about before, I don't think, but I will think about it in the future, and that's stockpiling essentials, toilet paper, yeah, hmm. things like, I, you know, I never thought yeah. about having extra toilet paper. I mean, we always have, you know, like a thing of it, right? but I never, my wildest dreams did, I think that I would be calling my kids from Trader Joe's going, okay, they have toilet paper. I I Crazy. get in the car, get in line separately. We need more toilet paper. Like I just never thought about that, but I will in the future make sure that I have things like that always extra on hand, which is just another thing that like, you know. Right, the bleach, the Clorox wipes. I mean, all those cleaning supplies went nuts over in the, you know, yeah. right in the beginning, as well as right early on, food. Oh yeah. Beans. Oh God, my grocery food. store was and picked clean. It and was, it was scary. That was the scariest part of all of this, right? That early beginning ramp up yeah. of it was that you couldn't go and you, you know, you're trying not to get too caught up and you know, it's serious and you're doing your part. You're trying to stay in do it, wear the mask, do what you're supposed to do and not go hoarding. Like they talk, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have food. So the food supplies are going to stay intact Our chain, you know, we've got our food chains worked out. And you'd go and you'd see, and then you'd start to panic. Like, I just remember seeing shelves uh, empty. Aisles thinking nothing. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is scary. This is scary. Don't get, this is scary. You're not going to starve. This is scary. You know, but you just, it was hard not to get Pulled kind of really yeah, caught the, up in the, the moment. Contagion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember and that was, going to the store and I, I was going from being alone to suddenly I was going to have four more people in my house. So I was like, oh my God, right. like, I was yeah. fine with yeah. what I had, but now I had to consider. Right. And four yeah. people who didn't eat the same, 
you know, one yeah. coming from college, two who cook primarily Indian food, then Scott, who just, he eats the same as I do, but, you know, I needed more food, you know, not just enough yeah. for me. And there yeah. were so many things, not that I was in the freezer, just kind of grabbing stuff like, all right, I guess I'll grab these burritos. I got, I mean, most of it, we ended up having to throw away because no one wanted to eat it, but I was so afraid there wouldn't be enough food that I was just getting yeah. anything I could to make sure we at least had food. Which was yeah, it was a weird. It was a very <clears throat> unusual. It was just a, a weird time, and I felt funny doing it in some ways because you know, you know, there's just people who can't afford to stockpile like right. that, right? So yeah, it's always like, who's buying all this know. stuff? And where are they off? putting it? Jesus. And where are they putting <laughs> it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. but but they are saying that moving forward, that one of the things that ABC thing said was that they think people will stock out. Not, and I don't think it's food per se. I think it's more toilet paper and shampoo and supplies. just cleaning supplies. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another thing they talked about was, um, it, cause it went, it was giving like top 10 changes, but then it was also dipped into other things like, um, fear and anxiety and how that has roots in tremendously. So mental health, um, has become, yeah. I don't know more, I don't know if front and center is the right word, but as you listen, you'll hear all these ads for now online, you know, virtual therapy because they've, they've yeah. realized, you know, being in this situation has created a tremendous amount of anxiety for people and they need, a, yeah. they can't go somewhere. So then how do they fix yeah. that? So that I think that that model though, of the online help for many things, medical, you know, psychological will to some degree stick because it's been shown to be so efficient. Like you don't have to go to the doctor to like, if they can look at you and you have a conversation and you're, yeah, you're not trying to get this some drug that's like illegal. You're just saying, Hey, I think I have bronchitis. Here's my cough, right. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah, The teledoc, the teledoc <clears throat> approach is going to be very interesting. Right. And it'll be another one of those things that hopefully they'll let us have a choice in that instead of making that the standard. Cause mm -hmm. that's a, that's a little bit of one of those things that, you know, are going to be hard to kind of adapt going forward, really, because there is just something very old school to us, probably our generation about seeing the doctor. Here's what I said. You know how there are different health care plans, like, and I don't know the difference between an HPO and a PPO or whatever it is, but I know there's the ones where you always have to go to your primary first before you can get recommended to another doctor, or there's other ones where you can see any kind of doctor. I suspect it will be folded in like that, like, the lower cost health plan where you have to go to be screened yeah. first for anything, you'd have to do your virtual work. The higher cost one, you could choose between virtual or individual appointments. I'm totally Maybe. guessing, but that I, I would imagine it's going to be both. Yeah, that'll, that'll transition too. That'll be interesting. But your mental health is the biggest, regardless of the other doctor stuff. The mental health is the biggest thing that's going to come out of this. It'll be you mean the changes just in the impact just the impact and how it's impacted, who it's impacted. And it's going to definitely become, I think, front and center. You know, one, people one thing I really worry about better. with all of this um, is it's a combination thing. So hear me out. Like on one hand with, with mental health is, um, and don't laugh because I'm including like puppies in, in, in this, but people who went out and got puppies or people who had babies, Okay. And they're with them all the yeah. time right now, all the time, all the time. Yeah. And then suddenly they get the note like, okay, the office is opening and you're, you're back on. And this little individual whose whole world has always existed with this other person always there and suddenly they're gone. It very much concerns me whether it's a dog or a baby. The other thing is the 
younger children, preschool, elementary, who've been home with their parents who both normally work and have gotten kind of a taste of this. And then it's going to go back. How is that going to impact them? Like, I think there are some things that are going to, you know, be something we need to be aware of at the very least. Well, yeah, that's going to impact them. But on the other hand, the flip side of that is those preschool kids, kindergarten, first grade, at what age is it, has it been so bad for them that they aren't socializing in school. Mm -hmm. They're not getting, they're not seeing teachers, they're not seeing students. I mean, so how are they going to go when they're away from mom, but how are they just going to be part of that's going to be from the fact that they haven't had to socialize and be around other kids. That's when they learn all that, right? It's not their ABC. Yeah, but kids are so resilient. I would argue that it hasn't been so long that they're going to be, first of all, they've all been in the same boat. Okay. It's not like one kid's been home all this time and now he's getting thrown into the pool of kids who've all been interacting. And, yeah, and I disagree with that. See, my, my just, um, niece was a preschool yeah. teacher, is a preschool teacher. And for a while yes. she was doing online and they were all on a Zoom. They could all see each other and whatever. Yeah. So I, I think it's something to be aware of, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm less concerned about how they'll interact socially because I don't think it's been that long. I'm more concerned about the ones who've been with their parents and now are being, you know, kind of torn away from that and how that, how they're going to deal with that emotionally. But I, but I think it's all together. It's, it's wrapped into the one issue, right? They're with their parents. They're away from their peers, those little kids. And I only see it because my sister's kids, right? I have young seven-year-old niece, a six-year-old nephew. I'm seeing that impact. Now they started back to school, thankfully, but before that, their attention span to do remote learning was so nil Mm -hmm. And the, and, and the teachers were ramping up, right? They didn't expect how to do right. this because, you know, those younger grades need way more everyday interaction mm-hmm. of physical yeah. interaction. Like here, here's how we do our ABCs and here's how we draw them and let's stand up and let's sit down or whatever it is they're learning. They, they weren't prepared to do this online remote teaching. Right. Now, your niece, who's the teacher, could speak even more to it, but I think that the kids were so like, okay, this is this, I'm just looking at the screen as much as they like it. I, I witnessed it when I was there helping out They they could, they weren't paying attention or they were not talking or they weren't interacting mm-hmm. like they might in class. The teacher can't watch a bunch of little squares. Right. Whereas if you're watching the students, why is that kid not right, paying attention? Right, that kid attention? needs to be redirected. They, hey, walk over yes. to their desk. Hey, they, is there something you need help right. with? Yeah, true, true. Right. Did they look bad? Are they listening? Do they... Are they, did something happen to them? They look really, they're off today. They're not their normal self today. You can see that when you're in person Mm -hmm. and then there's that interaction back and forth. So I think that it's going to, it's set back a whole lot of kids Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And a part of it is going to be leaving the house every day after the routine of being with mom and dad all day. And so some of those introvert kids are going to really be suffering more. So maybe the kids are just naturally drawn to being like us. It, you know, talking to people. Yeah. And well, to it's like, I mean, one of my that. three kids is, is so introverted. Like she was like, I was made for a pandemic. Like she loved <laughs> the fact that she didn't have to go anywhere, do anything. She could curl yes. up with her book and her cat and, you know, do her yes. job from home. And she just, you know, for her that worked. So as a little kid, like she used to always, you know, be reading. So she would probably have been fine with it and been bummed when it was over. Whereas my other two would have been crawling the walls and been like, when can we go back to school? 
well, there's a lot of adults that are like that, yeah. Susan, right? They love the pandemic. They love it. I don't have to socialize or I don't have to go oh, out. Oh, no, she is an adult now. And that was her yeah. reaction. She's 27. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So anyway, that's going to be, that's one of the more, I think, controversial topics that are going to be, you know, the study and the research that comes out of it. How did this year of, of class and school mm-hmm. And even the college age kids are college oh, yeah. kids, right? Yeah. I mean, this this is like people in the beginning were all the, the, for both college and high school. Oh, the poor seniors, they're not getting to do their stuff. Okay. Poor seniors. My daughter yeah. didn't have half of her sophomore year. Her entire junior yeah. year is all online and she's yeah. graduating early. So if she has class next fall, that's it. So she, in freshman right. year, you're just getting your feet wet, figuring things out. So you know, I think she would have rather had three and a half solid years and like missed out on a few fun activities till at the end than this giant cluster that she's dealing with. But back to what we were talking about with the kids and I had thrown in puppies. I'm concerned that all these people who got these dogs are going to go back to work and then the dogs are going to develop behavior problems. And suddenly what the, the pounds were all um, empty because everyone ran out and got a dog. I'm worried about a bunch of people returning their dogs. Suddenly it's not delightful anymore because it's freaking out and reacting. Mm-hmm. That's going to be another thing too. They're going to be full again. Yeah. That's what I'm like, saying. It's like, it's, I just, I'm very concerned that people don't realize you, you can't, you can't be with someone or something, you know, all the time and then not you have to like with puppies you still have to create them and do it because you have to recognize that at some point life will return to normal and that if this dog doesn't know anything about what that routine is going to look like or feel like they're gonna freak like because you can't explain it you can't sit and go listen fido i want to have a chat with you about how things are going to change now and they're like oh okay i get it they're just gonna go my owner's not here I'm in this crate, I'm freaking out or whatever. I'm not in a crate and I'm going to eat their couch because I'm bored. It's, it's, it's something, I think it'll be problematic. Something else to watch, something to watch. Now, a couple other things that have came out, come out of this, I was reading about in a BBC article from June was um, they were talking about like people growing their own fruits and vegetables. And I can attest that my friend Robin Oh my God, she got all of these pots. Like, I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say at least 40. She's growing herbs and lettuces and vegetables and fruits. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. like all over her deck, it's just like a forest of forest of fruits and vegetables. Um, And they said a lot of people are doing that and people are reconnecting with making stuff from scratch. Like, you know, instead of buying a box cake, they're like, hey, I've got nothing but time. I'm going to actually do all of the steps. Um, mm-hmm. right. Bake, like, like we talked about that baking bread from scratch, mm-hmm. but and... just, yeah, just doing things, you know, authentically, as opposed to like, you know, a bread machine where you pour a packet in. Um, right. and then they were talking about, um, with the possibility of the workforce, uh, model changing with a lot more companies going towards working from home or staggered pos- you know, two days from home, two days in the office or whatever it is. They were saying, and this is again the BBC, that um, this is a reversal of the trend seen since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. So what, the, what, you know, to explain that, they're just saying ever since the Industrial Revolution, people were moving closer to cities. And suddenly it's flip. If this continues, it's going to flip. And people suddenly are working from home, so they're getting further away from cities. And they're like, this is ne- has not happened since before the Industrial Revolution when people are out in farms and more remote. Oh, and so it was 
so it's suggesting that because people are working from home, they're going to yeah, leave Yeah, they their said properties near, in and near the city are going to lose value because people, once they have the freedom to not have to be near a city anymore because they can work remotely, they're going to be going for more quality of life, cost of living, and moving away, which is the complete opposite of when the Industrial Revolution, where everyone came into the cities. So I thought that was right. pretty interesting. And they were talking about for when you do go to work that there might be um, screening in the, you, you know, in the buildings where, you, like, I know if Scott, he has to go into his building and we used to have to go into because our cars were there. They, we had to go through into the parking garage and they would take our temperature while we were still in our car. And then we would park our car and go up to the building. Okay. They take our temperature there. So they're saying a lot of that might continue. Yeah, well, that should continue. It's interesting that people migrating out of the cities. I've known people that have done that. They did that last, last June, as soon as they could get out because it wasn't the space and working from home. It was the um, larger thing of having to get up and down the elevators mm -hmm. with moving people and more exposure. So even if they weren't leaving to get groceries, even if they had to have them delivered, they still had okay, to go down the elevator. You know who you're talking to. Yeah, okay, I know. Just yes, sidebar for people who are but like, why is people she in California? Because in Boston, I had to go up and down the elevators, 17 flights, four to five times a day to walk my dogs. And we have a home in California. And I said, okay, I'm going to risk the, you know, three airports yep. and two flights so right. that we can control who is in or out of our life in terms of touching things and whatever we're in our building as yeah. much as they were cleaning all the time. It's still like eight it's elevator rides minimum a day. I'm not, and I have tiny dogs who are not going to be comfortable walking up 17 flights of stairs all the time. I'd be <laughs> carrying them and break my back. Um, so absolutely yeah. that makes sense because yeah. that was exactly why we were like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. And real estate was doing great when it usually wasn't, it was really booming. Oh yeah. Like in yeah. suburbs here, you could just, houses were People selling. were buying them without even seeing them. Okay. I, a friend of mine's yeah. daughter's friend literally was in New York city, bought a house outside of the city and they had been away at the time when they bought the house. So they just bought it based on the pictures and had movers pick up their stuff from their apartment. And the first time they saw the house was the day they moved in. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's ballsy. Yeah. That's pretty, but I like, think they um, were like in an apartment with little kids and it's like, okay, now you're both working from home. Your kids are going to be home. They're like, this is not going to work. Like we need to get out of here. Do they still live there? Do they still live there? You know what? I and don't, I, I assume so, but yeah. are they still married? I don't know. I think probably because <laughs> they weren't in that tiny apartment. I think that would be. Yeah, we won't go. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marriage and divorce. Yeah, I would, marriage like, and... I would like to see, and I'm sure these statistics will come out in the future, oh, yeah. what these statistics oh. are on how many people's marriages did not survive the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much is relative to the space or not the space you had? Or to how much time you had together, it. which yeah. is tons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 24 seven. Yay. 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 Yeah. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I think what it, what's another one that's just basic to me, it's not as, is not as in depth as it, but I, I'll find myself walking around, like keeping my distance from people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just out of just the out respect of, respect. of it. Now, that's going to be something yeah. that's absolutely like him. I'm walking the dogs down the street and I see someone on the same side of the street coming towards me. I, yeah. one of us inevitably, like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to cross the street. And why does I look up to cross the street? They're crossing the street. And it'd be yeah. interesting when this is done, if people will suddenly not do that anymore. I think I won't, I think it'll be such a natural thing that I'll be avoiding people because that's yeah. all I do. 
That's what I think is going to, which that's what you I would is- in the beginning when you were doing it, you felt like rude. Like I did it, yeah. but I felt like, Oh, I feel so rude. Like, Ooh, you're there. I'm going to cross the street. But, but you know, now I'm like, Oh, got to move. Yeah. Like not like in a grocery store, you wait until someone else has gotten what yeah, you, you, you know, stand back, let them pick up their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do it because I want the space and other times I do it with a couple eye rolls in between because it's like, how long does it take you to pick up a carton of eggs? Oh, no, but- I know that where you're like, oh my God. Like I, I have to say the other day in Trader Joe's, this couple was just like at the cheese section and picking everyone up and discussing it. I just, and I knew I just need to reach in and grab the bag that has the mini breeze, which if you haven't had them, I highly recommend. Um, and I finally just said, excuse me, I just, I just need to grab this. Cause I was like, I cannot stand here anymore. You're like, Oh, what do you think of this cheddar? Oh. And I was like, there are people who just want their cheese. Yes, so that was another <laughs> sanity versus safety. I chose, I chose sanity because I needed my brie and I needed to get out of there before I killed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's also entertaining <laughs> just to go out and see what you see. Huh? That's a good, how did they do that? Yeah. So, yeah, so it all works out. It all works out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I think we've covered a lot of topics. I think we have. So what are your top two things you think will continue uh, as a result of this? I, okay. That's a, that's an interesting question. Cause do you mean continue like. Uh, kind of are here semi to stay. Like for example, I think masks are here semi to stay. And what I mean by that is I think right. in the future, you will see a lot more people on um, public transportation, a- airports yeah. and whatnot, pandemic or no pandemic, we're like, oh, I'm getting on a flight. I'm going to wear a mask. Now, not, I'm not saying everybody, but I think there will be a huge uptick in that is becoming a, a, something that you don't question. It's like a new, yeah, a new normal. Take, yeah, that's going to take. Now, I would agree with that, too. But my, I guess my question is, too, I'm going to keep doing that no matter right, what. But that's right? what I'm saying. I, a lo- I think a lot of people will, right. I, because I know I will, yes. too. Right. The masking, I think masking for sure. Social distancing, mm-hmm. again, I think is another thing that's going to just kind of be so ingrained in me as, as have been done mm-hmm. doing it this last year that I will like that. And I, and hopefully people will do that too, because there's, there's signs now on the grounds everywhere that what are people going to go run through and pick all that up all of a sudden, like stand here, stand here. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff is there yeah. in a lot of grocery stores, right. You stay back, you don't put your stuff on the same, the belt at the same time. It'll be interesting to see if stuff like that's going to stick. I think all the sanitation that yes, we talked about. I think, that, earlier, I think that will that, stick. People will be much more aware of that. You know, I think people too will discover that they don't have, at least initially, business can handle a lot of stuff on Zoom. Yes, right? I, I absolutely think that we're going to see a new norm for companies having hybrid or yeah. more people working from home. I also think it's going to be interesting I do think some new education models are going to pop up as a result of this yeah. because this was yeah. forced on everyone, but it opened up a whole new kind of like, Oh, learning online. And some people have embraced it and, and like really like it and like may want to stick with it with their kids, but they're like, I can't homeschool, but like, I really prefer this and my child's right. happier or thriving doing this. So I won't be surprised if there are some new kind of homeschooling uh, things, I don't know, that pop up as a result of this, um, you know, afraid yeah, of another pandemic and having your kid yanked out of school, mm-hmm. try blah, blah, blah school. It's completely right. online and mm-hmm. what's going on. You can do it anywhere, anytime. There's the commercial for the company right. I'm starting for online school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In case I didn't mention. Well, I no, I'm just kidding. 
Yeah, the hybrid idea is a great, right? To That you can give some people the choice. Do you want to, you know, take your classes two days a week and, you know, at home and three days a week, like some of the high schools are doing but that I will around say, here. So the flip right? side, my girlfriend is a high school teacher. She teaches um, languages. Mm-hmm. And she said the hybrid yeah. has been a nightmare because oh, she okay. said she always has to have two lesson plans for everything now because she has to prepare for the kids at home and she has to prepare one for the kids in the classroom and she said it has made her job so much harder that it's kind of like either or I was talking hybrid more with work I think with school there'll just be more things to give kids the options not to go to a physical school anymore if their parents have decided that they don't you know want that. And I think companies are also going to have to do that for their yeah. employees. Right? No, they're I do have, think that there's going to be approach, some, right? some big shifts in a lot of businesses and how they yeah. run. Clearly not a McDonald's, yeah. a Home Depot, or things like that, where you need people there. But right. but right. industries are, where you're just, you're gonna, you know, workers in an office, you can be on a computer anywhere. Right. You know, so that would depend, again, business by business. I know Scott doesn't want that for his company because he said there's so many, like what he calls... Um, water cooler moments like where you're in the hall you're going to grab a cup of coffee you stop yeah. and you start talking and suddenly an idea idea percolates and you have this thing that you're like taking and running with and he said you know doing the whole online stuff like you're missing out on that piece and then the other thing is he felt like there's a lot of wasted time if he wants to talk to somebody he normally pops out and knocks on their door and says hey can, you got a minute now it's like you have right. to look at the time Thank zone you. you have to send them a, yeah. an email or a text and set up a time so they can break one in between. Oh, I have 15 minutes between zoom calls. We can talk then. And yeah. he just said, it's not been productive. So for his industry, I think they'll probably mostly stay in person when they can. But I think that for, for every industry, like Scott's may need to stay in person. There's another industry has just learned. They don't like Kelsey's yeah. job with REI. She's yeah. doing it completely remotely. It's it's exactly what she did sitting in an office and they were building this brand new headquarters and like none of those people need to be there. They all sit at their desk doing these individual writing things. They do not need to be in an office to do that. Yeah, they're and I think that's going to go office to mm-hmm. office. For sure. I think they'll make decisions. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the doctors, mm-hmm. right? They'll have to decide too. It'll all come back to it, but I think it's going to take some time. We're just going to have to wait and see how it all how it all transpires kind of exciting in some ways, right? To see what all is going to come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, there we have it. Another exciting, another intellectually stimulating beyond belief. (laughs) Like people's minds are blown. They're like, none of these (laughs) simple (laughs) concepts ever occurred to me. Puppies being returned, children being upset, leaving their parents. What? Working what? from home, but real estate down, to, it markets goes, up. <laughs> it all goes back to our original, part of our original motivation. What does my mom what talk to? Does <laughs> our mom talk about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're there not just go. talking about so, you know, mundane stuff here. We're yes. talking about, you know, we are really big ticket items. Intellectually huh? stimulating conversations. That's right. Exactly. I'm reading articles. <laughs> all right, I'm then. discussing them. <laughs> yeah. Here That's we are. Right now. All right, Susan. So, this has been another good, uh, another good day. Right, so, so wait, for quick question. Do you have any uh, last minute, you know, off topic, just recommendations? Because now that we're all home, we all have so much more time to do all these other things. You, you got anything for me? <sighs> yeah, not no? today. Not prepared. Thinking about that. Yeah. What do oh, you have? I didn't have anything. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> 
go. Okay. Well, that's the end of that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Talk to you okay. later. Thanks for joining us, everybody. You can grab us at you had me at martini at gmail.com. At gmail.com. There you go.